0: Welcome to Real Talk, a monthly real estate podcast where we dive into the latest regional real estate statistics for areas armless covers in Oregon and Southwest Washington. I'm your host, Beth Raymer, and I'm joined by my regular accomplice, the armless VP of subscriber services, John Ayers. Hi, John. Regular
1: accomplice. Hi, Beth. (laughs) That's probably one of the better things I've been called, actually, is a regular accomplice. Yeah, somebody indeed. likes me enough to have me as an accomplice. I know I take that as yes. a, yeah. That's yes, a positive in
0: crime. All of that. <laughs> uh, so we want to first of all wish everyone a happy twenty.
1: Definitely happy twenty uh,
0: two. Twenty twenty two to you. We hope everyone listening had a great close to their twenty twenty one. And a better start to our new year, actually. Last week, we released our December market action numbers. So, John, let's get right into it. What are you seeing?
1: All right. Well, uh, market inventory is still, unfortunately, historically low. You know, not Mm -hmm. telling anybody anything new there. Uh, Let's talk about some specifics about it, though. Great. So, statewide, Oregon in December had 3,106 total active listings. That was a big drop of 1,201 listings from November, so quite uh, significant. Yes. That equals 0.8 months of inventory, which is down from one month in November. Mm. Washington had 709 total active listings for a 0.7 months of inventory, but those were just flat from November. So not a big change in Washington, but definitely a significant drop in Oregon, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. When we look at prices, median residential sales price in Oregon was four hundred and sixty five thousand, which was down eight thousand nine hundred dollars wow. and in Washington, the median price was four hundred and seventy nine thousand and that was a drop of nine thousand five hundred dollars mm. so that's I think somewhat of a good sign we're trying to we're maybe finally seeing these prices crest yes. somewhat. Um, When we look at market time, average total market time was 26 days in Washington, which is down only one day, Mm -hmm. and 36 days in Oregon, which was a drop of six days. So things are moving a little quicker in Oregon because of that less inventory. Mm -hmm. So now let's look at some numbers that are seeing some notable spikes, and those go both ways, either up or down. Douglas County's active residential total dropped from 254 in November down to 190 in December, Ooh. while Wallowa, which is that county way out in the northeast corner of Oregon, their wow. active residential total was cut in half from 25, they didn't have a lot to start with, in November, down to just 13 in December. Mm. Mid Columbia, which is the Hood River area, saw their pending listings drop from 91 in November down to 53 in December, and total market time jumped from 36 days in November to 88 days in December. So over double market wow. time. We saw some continued regional streaks. When um, looking at Coos County, the active residential count dropped for the fifth straight month down to 105 active listings in December. New listings there were also down for the fifth month. Curry County down on the coast um, in Southern Oregon, they only had 34 new listings and that continued a five month streak downward. Lane County, which is where Eugene and Springfield are, saw their active residential count down for the fourth month with a total of 236 in December. New listings were down there for six months, hitting just 240 last month. And total market time kept going up for the fourth month there in Lane County, now at 30 days. Wow. New listings in the North Coast counties, that would be like Lincoln County, Clatsop County, Tillamook. um, Mm -hmm. They have decreased for the sixth straight month down to 93 in December. And finally, the Portland Metro area's total market time was at 32 days in December. And that's the fifth month of that total going up. So it is taking a little bit longer just in Portland. All right. So a couple of records were set in December in both Coos County and the Portland Metro. Coos County had their lowest active residential listing count of all time at just 105. So that's not a great record that was set there, but it was a record. Portland Metro similarly had their lowest active residential listing count of all time with only 1,546 active listings last month. Some other activity we noted, Southwest Washington had their lowest active residential listings at 391, and that was since March of last year. Also, Lane County also had their lowest, I can't say also twice, Lane County also had their lowest residential listings at 236 since May of last year. Mid Columbia's new listings were at the lowest point since December of twenty twenty, reaching just forty-five. So not a lot of inventory. Wow. I think we've we've stressed that point.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And then when we look at new construction growth, that's also somewhat mixed. Portland Metro was down to 151 properties from 177 last month, excuse me, in November. Lane stayed the same at just two properties, but Southwest Washington saw a small rebound growing from 89 properties in November to 94 in December. So that's Mm -hmm. good. Up in Clark County, we're seeing some more new construction. Right. Okay. So when we kind of step back and look at this as a whole, when we look at 2021 um, from RMLS's perspective as a whole, I think Mm -hmm. we're not surprising anyone by saying we saw huge jumps in uh, prices. You know, right. year over year compared to a year ago. And that's just directly related to the lack of inventory as well as a number of new buyers coming in. You know, I keep seeing articles about how millennials are starting to enter the market, you know, as a um as a group and there's just not enough homes, and especially not enough new starter homes. You know, sure. it's we're seeing uh from builders that building starter homes is just not cost effective right now. And so they're building nicer homes, which requires, you know, the people in the starter homes to move out of them into the nicer homes that are being built. And so those, you know, new buyers can can move into the starter homes. So there's almost a shift that kind of needs to happen there um, to help this inventory problem out. I think, you know, we might see, some, you know, there's supply chain stuff also affecting things yes. with building materials being tough to get. We're starting to see some stories about new building materials, like 3D printing of homes. Um, I, you know, it maybe in five to 10 years, that'll become more of a thing and, and hopefully help ease some of this um, supply chain problem. But, and yes. we are seeing lumber, you know, lumber prices are coming down, but then unfortunately the inflation started and, and they're right back again. So and then what what factor is covid playing into this? How many people are just kind of sitting on the sidelines and deciding to wait and then we get a new variant and they're waiting longer and so Sure. So we had a number of kind of negative uh impacts to the market this year that hopefully we can we can start to get through in 22.
0: I and- agree. I agree. Well, I think we're all hoping that things will warm up soon. And um, just a reminder to look for the December market action infographics now on RMLS web desktop. So if you have any questions, uh, contact us at podcast at rmls.com. So we have a few other updates for you this month, John. And the subscribers. (laughs) On January 6th, we launched our annual rules and regulations training quiz. So it's a 10 question quiz and it is mandatory for all RMLS realtors and appraisers to complete. You have a 30 day period in which it's due. So if you haven't finished it yet, please do so by February 5th. And if you can find a link to the quiz on your RMLS, desktop so it's right there yeah it
1: is we do let people go back and re-answer the questions and you know we we kind of show which question is the right one and so it is pretty easy it just takes some time and it's it's just there to make sure every we've gained a lot of new subscribers in the last few years and it's we do this every year just to make sure everybody's aware of some of the more serious rules like you know not showing pending listings and Mm -hmm. uh, lockbox rules and not sharing your key and And other things like that so 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 far it's been pretty successful
0: yeah and it's just a really good reminder for everybody and for realtors who've done it for a long time you know just remember oh yeah um also if you haven't filled out the super short seven question technology survey do so Uh, we'll be closing it shortly and if you participate you'll have a chance not only at our weekly prize giveaways, but also our big grand prize.
1: Ooh. What
0: is that grand prize?
1: It is a Ring Doorbell 3 with an Echo Show 5. And so that lets you see who's ringing your doorbell. Like, so if you have the Echo Show at your desk and somebody rings your Ring Doorbell, it actually pops up on the Echo Show and shows you the feed from your doorbell and shows you who's there and you can talk to them and it's pretty
0: slick. And they think you're inside when you're like 150 miles away or somewhere.
1: like. Exactly. That. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Lastly, if you're still using Centricard, this is a reminder that Centricard use is being discontinued on January 17th. So that's Monday. Yep. After that date, the card will no longer function to open lockbox key compartments. Central lock lockbox users will continue to be able to use their CentraCard on lockboxes they own for a certain basic ownership function until January of 2024. But now's the time to transition to the CentraKey mobile app, which is Definitely. so easy to use. It's yeah. really very yeah.
1: slick. And, and you don't have to have a cellular mobile phone in order to use that. You can put it on a tablet. Yes. You can put it on an iPod touch. You can put it on yes. an Android tablet, as right. long as the tablet can do Wi-Fi. So you can, it mm-hmm. does need to check in, you know, over the internet with the server once every morning. And as long as it has Bluetooth. So when you carry it out to a lockbox, It communicates to the lockbox via Bluetooth, so it doesn't have to be a cell phone. There's a lot of people that think they have to start using a cell phone. They can just use a tablet if they want to. So,
0: Right. That's great. Thank you, John. Well, we thank you for your time and look forward to bringing the subscribers the newest available market statistics next month when we'll review the January figures. So until then, I have a quote for you, John. Great. Living consciously involves being genuine. It involves Mm -hmm. listening and responding to others honestly and openly. It involves being in the moment, and this is the late great Sydney Poitier.
1: Oh yes. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I have to be real.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, John.
1: Goals for twenty two. Bye, <laughs>